0: Y'all, welcome to Pink Shade. It's a Tuesday edition, which means we're here to talk about 90-day fiancé toe, also known as the other way. And I'm excited today because I have a special guest. It is the work marriage partner of our other bunkie that we love, Kimberly, it's Katie from A Date with Dateline. Hey, Katie. Hi. Hi. You can just call me her work husband. It's fine. I was I'm trying to say that. work, marriage, something, and I don't know why I couldn't come life out with partner. like a wife, life partner. I couldn't yeah, come that's out with about it. right. I don't yeah. know. I think I got too much 90 day on the brain and uh, love Who after does. lockup and marriages and things. It, it befuddled me there for a sec. <laughs> I do-
1: love that you guys call it toe because we call it tow. Oh.
0: Uh, okay. Well, that
1: totally makes a ton more sense.
0: That's how it's spelled, right? Of course it is. And, uh, <laughs> the fact that
1: I just realized it when you said it is, I'm scared. I'm scared for myself. That's
0: do, all. <laughs> do you guys, um, you guys cover it on your Patreon? We do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you guys Cause cover- loves it. Yeah. Because obviously if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, then you know that they cover, generally they cover whatever is Friday's new- Dateline episode. Yes. But they also have a Patreon where they cover this kind of nonsense where they can they don't have to talk directly about murder so much. Although there could be some murders on the show. We're just waiting.
1: Any any day. Yeah. There's one particular in this season that I'm concerned about. For it, sure. Is it Alina and Steven? <laughs> not, no, because I have a theory about them. It's actually Jenny and Submit, but Ooh. it's not it's neither of them doing
0: the murdering it's the mother murdering Jenny
1: on a- accidentally on purpose
0: mm. it's a uh, it's an honor killing is what it is something like that
1: it's something like you she just can't seem to get her way and
0: so she's driven to drastic measures she sure is yeah. she sure is and mm-hmm. I want all of you to know for the 90 day this week when people started telling me before it aired because I'd seen it on Discovery plus and while it aired and after it aired, that they were very upset about what we're going to see in this uh, post-yoga scene. I want all of you to know that you don't need to send it to me. You don't need to (laughs) alert me to what it was. I have eyeballs, but I did in fact turn my entire body away and plug my ears until it was over because I I saw enough and I um, was traumatized.
1: So we're not going to discuss it because I also didn't watch. Because
0: we're we're going to also looked away. We're going to also <laughs> say, well, we'll, we'll just say what we think happened and then people can correct us. Because... I was
1: peeking. It was like the kind where you put your hands over your eyes and you like peek through one thing. And mm-hmm. then I was like, nope, nope. I've never said nope out loud so many times. So many times that my husband came back and it's like, what's going on? And I was <laughs> like, no, it's a thing. I can't discuss it. I'll tell you later.
0: And you're like, look so. away, look away. Don't look directly at it. Um, do you think they did that to, uh, just further scare her away? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: I don't think that's a common occurrence.
0: Somebody let us know because when they said, oh, look, it's all bloody. That's because I was like, you know what? I now have to go into the kitchen and pour myself a drink and I wasn't going to do that, but, but I'm very upset. Okay. It seems right. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like the right response. Justified. Um, Yep.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: That and just shove a few Pepperidge Farm cookies right in my mouth hole. Because I was like, oh my God, I got to stress eat something what's nearest Pepperidge Farm. And then I'm like, who bought these cookies? Damn it, me. I'm the one that what bought What kind me. of Pepperidge Farm? They are like the super thin ones. And they have mm-hmm. some that are like white chocolate chip macadamia nut, which are my favorite cookies.
1: Oh yeah, I know those. And yeah.
0: they have a thin uh toffee chocolate chip one. and
1: I don't know that one. I'm going to have to research
0: uh-huh they're in those bad. bags like the milanos you know they're oh, yeah, in those yeah. bags Yeah. so but they're thin cookies and so when they're thin like that you just grab two or three because i mean it's the same as one and Four or five or six yeah that yeah. sounds right you yeah. have a whole like little that. sleeve and then yeah it's just like we've talked about on the podcast before when i get girl scout cookies i really don't think it's fair just to eat a little bit like you go ahead and eat the whole box but voice crack. eat the whole box and then they're gone so you don't have to do it anymore
1: I think that's the point. Yeah, I think. I think that's also why you buy multiple boxes, why they always are trying to get you to buy uh-huh. more boxes. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on to them and their ways.
0: Yeah, I was a cookie mom for many years. And um, let me tell you something about that cookie mom situation. When you are the cookie mom and people are just paying you in checks or cash, you end up looking like Tony Soprano after a good weekend. You have so much money, so many it's just stacks of cash on your dining room table, and you're like, somebody could walk in and really misinterpret this. It's just stacks and stacks of like hundreds and twenties and fives, and then you have to be responsible for counting it all correctly, in addition to the checks to match up exactly. And for somebody like me who can't no. even, never a checkbook, nothing. I'm always negative or confused or paid yep. something and paid it twice. I was like my husband. I remember at the time, and my you know daughter was like six or eight or something. He's like why you, why are you the one I got? I don't, cause I was the only one that said, I felt at the time I was a stay at home mom. So I felt like it was like my job. Yeah. No, turns out people that, um, work and did the girls, they were better cookie moms because they had better time management than I did. Yes. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So yeah. Uh, recently my husband, uh, mm. speaking of girls got cookies, sent me an email and said, Hey, this dude that I work with has got his daughter doing Girl got cookies. We should buy some, but they're from a different region than we're in. So all the names were different. You know hmm. how they do that? Like if you're up where we are, they're called Samoas, but if you're somewhere else, they're called like crunchy coconut cookies or something. No.
1: What's that? Yes. That's ridiculous. Why don't they just, yeah. why aren't the names across the
0: board? And the different regions also have different cookies. Yes. So it's kind of exciting when you... What? Like yeah. Like what? And I found out when I was a cookie mom <laughs> that it's because in this area where I am in Northern Virginia, they use Little Brownie Bakers, which is in Kentucky. And that's where we get our cookies from. But other regions use other bakers. And that's why they have different names and different cookies.
1: Are they slightly different then? So is the yes. coconut, crunchy, whatever different, slightly different than a Samoa? I believe so. Oh, I need mm-hmm. to check that out. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And sorry, did you have an outfit a la Shelly Long, Troop Beverly Hills? A cape, no.
0: Mm-mm. A capelet. Nope. I did had a capelet. I didn't have a sash. I didn't have a vest. That's not right. I had nothing. That's not there right. was not any way you were getting me to take that step. That was a step too far. <laughs> it was just like the minivan. I always refused, even though I knew it would have helped my life greatly. I refused to get a minivan because I was like, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. No, you got to make choices. I, I feel like that's correct. I, I will that's stick nice. with the SUV. I will not wear a capelet. I will <laughs> I will retain some dignity. Um, and I want to apologize to everyone for my voice cracking because like I said yesterday, I went on a girl's trip this weekend and the three things my doctor told me to do to really help my throat problem was bread, wine, and cheese. I'm supposed to avoid all those things because they have the candidita or whatever. That's like a thing that if you're sensitive to it, I don't know, somebody out there that's got medical knowledge can tell me. And when I have done that, Mm-hmm. I, I sound great. Like I don't have any like strain in my voice. I have no voice crack. I don't sound like I smoked a carton of marbles. Like I sound great. But you know, when you go on a girl's trip, those three things are impossible because we just were like pimento cheese with baguette, with the wine. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I had everything I wasn't supposed to have for three days straight.
1: How You might as well just not go if you're not supposed to have bread, wine, and cheese. I think you made the right call. I would have done the same. Yeah.
0: I mean, even right just home. even just taking out one of those things is sad, but when you have to take out all three, it's devastating No, for somebody like me not. who really- You really did the right thing. Good move. Enjoys all three. So mm, I got my tea with honey. I'm ready to go. All right. The name of this episode was Stop the Excuses. So I guess that could uh, apply to several of the couples here, or maybe um, all of them. <laughs> maybe all. Okay. We'll start with- uh, one person who's excuse after excuse after excuse. And that's Stephen with a V. I can't. Um, v does not stand for virgin, Katie. It does not. Um, wow. So we open up with these two. That's how the show starts. And he tells her, yeah, he will delete his social media, but he wants to give her a chance to look at all his messages first. So she gets all mad because there's text in there from a good friend that says like, want me to come over with cute names and a heart emoji. Now he looks through it and says, he sees nothing wrong with us. Because he's a sociopath. Because this right. is his friend and what's wrong with her that she would think that was inappropriate. Okay, Stephen. She's pretty good for being just 20 and, and not allowing herself to be gaslit in this moment at least. She's saying, oh, how would you like it if I talked to a friend like that? You know, she's very good with not letting him say like, it's just a friend and what's wrong with you? You know? That's true. Good point. She does, she, do, is. she does stand up for herself in that. And so then he he goes in and he downloads his pictures and then he deletes Facebook. We could see what it is because of the blue banner at the top.
2: Mm-hmm. And then he
0: says, okay, I did it. Let's go for ice cream and hides a gift in his backpack. So they're on the street and he buys her flowers and says, you are the most beautiful flower. Here's a gift. It's a floral book of Mormon with a love letter inside. Uh, Katie just uh, threw her hands up in anguish. I, um, and I
1: threw b- up uh, <laughs> the room. I, I, okay, Stephen.
0: So she accepts his apology. And then she takes a photo posing with her new uh, Floral Book of Mormon. And uh, he says, hey, please notice that I left the front page blank. So next time we get in a fight and I have to write you a love note, I'll have a space for it. I think that's forward thinking. But um, maybe not great to be thinking about the next time you screw up. Why did she laugh? Don't oh, laugh. You're so funny. Don't. Thank you. She really seemed to
1: like that book. She did. I'd, I didn't think she would, but she really did seem to enjoy that. That's the present.
0: A floral Book of Mormon. It reminds me a lot of like uh, Scientology and how you have to buy new books every year, even though you already have the books because it's got one new paragraph. So, this yep. is just the exact same Book of Mormon, just with a floral cover, you know, for the women folk.
1: Yeah. yeah. I seem to remember getting a Precious Moments Bible when I was a kid that was Precious Moments themed. I seem to remember having that. So I think that this is a – I'm just surprised they did it for the Book of Mormon. But I, if they do it for Bibles, I can't see why they wouldn't. It makes sense.
0: Uh, My daughter, I do believe, still has her Precious Moments Bible on her shelf. (laughs) I yeah. was right. Mm-hmm. There is one.
1: Okay, good. I've got it. It's pink and it's got like it. a
0: little girl in the front holding with a big head, Precious yes, Moments, Yes, and the yeah. huge eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so Steven goes to look at this boat that he's rented. Um, he says to the captain, "Oh, you have a sick boat." So the captain speaks zero English. So these are the words that he knows. He says, "Yes, yes, fine, yes, okay, walk, yes, okay, piano, yes, okay." Those are the words he says. Is that seriously it? That was it. I wrote it down. So um, he has, Stephen has this piano uh, slash keyboard being delivered to the boat and he practices his songs. And uh, I just said, dog's ears bleed all over Turkey. It was me, 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 me. You are the girl for me. That's it. Yep. That's it. Okay. So somebody somewhere told him he was a musician and he has no family plath. I'll tell you that. He's got... He doesn't have those skills. That's true. So the captain returns uh, and says, Stephen says, well, I'm going to practice on you now. I'm going to practice the song and the proposal. And the captain says, hello. Okay. Yeah. Ready. Wow. Fine. All right. Good. Yes. <laughs> All right. So now we get Alina and Stephen going to the boat and I'm glad that, thank God, she's finally in tennis shoes and out of those white sandals because those yep. white sandals have seen some miles around turkey that's just been all she's been wearing uh, you can hear my dog barking which means my son's uh, uber eats has arrived um oh. all right so they get to this waterfall now this waterfall was pretty and the, that whole town was just like so picturesque and gorgeous but i didn't understand True. the waterfall was it like man-made from a dam that was above it i couldn't quite tell
1: I that's what i think so if i had to guess it didn't, it didn't, appear, didn't appear to be natural to, no no okay not it t- appeared to be just a, a literal fall of water coming not off. like something that was like created through centuries yes of, you know what i am saying. yeah decay and whatever no this he, seemed to be a place where water went over a ledge
0: yeah that's yeah. what i thought too yeah. but it was it was pretty and picturesque it was. so he did yeah. he did uh plan that right. So he says, Hey, let's go upstairs uh on the boat so I could play some sick tunes. So he uh voice cracks all the way through the song, just like my voice on this podcast. <clears throat> um but he does it and then in his confessional he cries talking about his proposal. So while he's proposing and singing, she is giggling the whole time. I literally almost I rebounded it twice. I was like is she crying or is she giggling? Because she was like, <laughs> very uncomfortable. And then pla- she's embarrassed, right? Is she's she embarrassed. embarrassed? She's, t- sh- she's, is- she's titillated. She's okay. She's, she's thinks he's hot. She's um, wants to get in that Mormon underwear. I don't know, but she, she giggles her way through the proposal. Like a plane is almost landing on their head while this happened. So it was bad timing for the sound guys. Yeah. Um, oh Yeah. So she says yes, and then she he says, did you say yes? She says, "Da," And they hug, and then they really make out, and I didn't need to know about it, see nope. it, nothing.
1: Nope. No, thank you.
0: She, ta- she says to the camera and to him, it's romantic, it's perfect, and it's special, and she really loves him. She is 20 years old. Okay. Please don't marry him. Please don't marry him. Please don't marry him. This is
1: really – if you are having to have someone delete their social media, I mean, if that's a thing that you're having to do. mm
0: -hmm. If you're looking through someone's phone,
1: then, yeah. Before you're married. No, ma'am. No, ma'am.
0: All right. So let's go on to Ellie and Victor. We didn't get a ton of them this week. Um, Here's what I think happened with them. They had this whole thing planned where she was going to move there, Mm -hmm. but because of this hurricane that happened Five days before she was supposed to move there, which is when they would have, like, you know, continued to film. They don't have a lot on them because the whole thing they had planned fell to shit when the island got destroyed, you know? Yeah. So we don't get a lot from them, but they're cleaning up the house. And she says that he's very snappy with her. And she doesn't feel like they're getting along. Did you feel like he was snappy with her? Are we just not seeing it? Well, I said, from what we saw on camera, did we feel that he was snappy? know I, I felt like he was.
1: You know what I felt like it was is that one person had an idea of what they were going to do when they got to the house, and the other person had an idea of what they were going to do when they got to the house, and then yeah. they converged and didn't quite match. And so then I think that she feels like if he doesn't immediately go with what she's doing, mm-hmm. which is common, right? Right. I, she just kind of is like, no, no, he's snapping at me because of the clothes, and I'm like, I don't. Also, he just went through a, a hurricane. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I think I might be a little snappy. But I the think, cameras are around.
0: Yeah. They're all in this tiny space. And I think, too, that they take that four hour ferry over there. Yes. It seems to me they probably have less than eight hours of daylight to work before then it's over. And then they have to start their fire and then go, you know, and right. if they want to go back, it's four hours. So I think that that was their first day there to like spend the night for two nights. So her whole thing was like, let's get a clean, dry area. So we'll be able to put down a mattress. And he's like, okay, let me get the water off the floor. But she's like, okay, but let's, she was just like, let's hang up the clothes, which I didn't think was such a bad idea. But then she started, she started to be like, oh, well, I guess you just have enough clothes that you could throw them away. I was like, okay, who cares? If he says he's going to throw them away, get a trash bag. So they're cleaning up and she says she feels he's snappy. The whole situation is tense. So of course they're both going to be snappy. Yeah. And she goes, you know, we're apart so much from each other. I forgot he could be a total asshole. Okay. Well, that's fair. She knows him better than we do. So at night they light a fire and she tells him her feelings about the way he was speaking to her. And he reminds her he's been through a horrible trauma. Everything in his life was perfect. 15 days ago, he was preparing the house for her to move in. And then five days before that happened, he almost died. And so did his mother and his sisters. And now everything in his whole house is smashed and he has to start from zero. So he says, you know, we're going through a trauma and we have to be a little sweet with each other, a little patient with each other. Yeah. Do you think she should be there? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I-, I get that she wants to help clean the house and whatnot. But, <sighs> And I get, too, that he feels like, I can't leave for a month and come back when maybe power is restored because someone will take my house, you know? That's the kind of environment. So he feels the need to definitely go with, go there every couple of days.
1: So, I, yeah. I think this is maybe a trip that should have, no, not maybe, definitely should have been pushed. I felt like she went because maybe the filming of the show, the schedule, but also this, it just felt like she was going because she had the ticket. And I'm like, uh-huh. unless you're legitimately willing to do everything it takes and it doesn't seem like she is that, because you're not going to work on your relationship right now at all. You're not. Like, oh, this no, is no, 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 something no, no, no. And I feel like in the back of her head, she's kind of not getting what she wants and she's not going to get what she wants right yeah. now at all. Everything has so, changed, right? She wants- yeah.
0: She wants them to be in this sort of like honeymoon phase of we're living together and we want to get married and we need to talk through this stuff with this full other living girlfriend that he had. You know, wow. never forget. Wow. It wasn't a, it wasn't just like a fleeing at a bar. He like fully moved in with someone. Like a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, unfortunately for him, that girl turned out to be Cray, and contacted, <laughs> and contacted Ellie. And yeah, um, what what do you think about his facial hair situation? Fan? Like on a ten scale,
1: or yeah. just at just a just thought? Would I do it? I would <laughs> not do it. Um,
0: it's it's interesting. Is it the style there? Maybe. Could be. When we first saw him, he had a full beard, which looked really cute. But Correct. then he shaved it into what what I call the Sea Ever Coupe and then decided to add a, a father a, chin braid on the bottom. A chin braid.
1: Yeah. I don't know if the chin braid is my favorite.
0: No. Um, I, I have a real problem with the whole I want it on the chin and then not around the mouth. I have yeah, a real agreed. problem with the C yeah. Everett Coop. I have a real problem. It doesn't um,
1: look even. There's no symmetry there. It's confusing.
0: Yeah. And I'll so. tell you this week, Ryan Bailey, who's a you know, a podcaster that we love. You guys know him. Mm-hmm. He uh, posted this week a throwback photo of himself with uh, a chin beard. I wrote it back. I said, I would never have expected this of you. I didn't know that you would have had the C Everett Coop. It's very upsetting that you thought this was a good look.
1: Did he defend himself? What did he say? He did his not. Defense? He did not. Oh.
0: Mm -mm. he said i'm you know i'm showing it to air out all my dirty laundry it was pretty funny um okay like that's good and also
1: never forget so then he won't make the same mistake right right now he's
0: right now he's with the full beards and that works for him okay so all right now let's go on to the grossness that is uh jenny and submit oh boy okay so submit comes out to talk to his parents at breakfast it's you know they like to get up early and he says, uh, Jenny is in the bed with vomiting and diarrhea all night long. And the mom says, well, that's very disrespectful. We're her house guest and she should not be in the bed. Sometimes I can have diarrhea four or five times and I can still manage all my work. Jenny is lazy and is just taking it easy because she doesn't want to do any work. And he says, well, mom, she was in fact very sick. And mom says, I didn't hear any vomiting in the night. Bitch, she's just listening through the walls like gross.
1: I feel like she might be.
0: Yeah, she said the fan the fan was on too night. high in the morning. There, how she said the fan was on too high. I couldn't listen as well as I wanted. So mom says, "Okay, let's go wake her up." And and Sumit says, "Okay, you sit here." And she said, "No, we'll all go." No, mom. Every time she talks, the dad does a little smirky smile, like, "Uh oh," like he's terrified of her. The dad, uh huh, terrified, absolutely. So, Sumit says, yeah, you know, my parents' morning ritual is to wake up at 6 a.m., take a bath, do their prayers, and then prepare breakfast. And um, mom isn't having this. She's like, nope, she's not going to say that. Jenny is like me. She would like to sleep until 10 or 11. She likes to stay up late, watch her shows, watch her programs. There we go. Get, she's 63. She has she has earned it. She wants to let her stay asleep. I mean, really. So, uh, mom isn't having it. She came there to teach yoga. And so she goes in there and tells Jenny, "You don't even look sick. You don't look sick. You need to get up." I thought, "What Jenny...
1: does look sick mean?" Huh? I, I, I don't know. I thought she did look sick. <laughs> I thought, I thought so too. And also, I don't know. I get that, like, first of all, I, I don't know if the mom can fully function while having diarrhea. Maybe she can, but Jenny clearly had some sort of food bug, right? She uh-huh. had something going through her system that is making her. Like shaky sick, right? Yeah. Where you're vomiting and yeah. like all the nonsense. It's uh-huh. not just the one thing, Mom. Mom's yeah. never been sick. Never, apparently. N- well, she's she she
0: pushes she pushes through it and can get her work done no matter what. No. Just
1: sweating all over the food. Sweating and then vomiting and okay. diarrhea
0: all That's over true. the kitchen. All That's right. True. So <laughs> Jenny says that she was very insulted by that and that the parents are so disrespectful and they don't care if she's sick. And she was insulted that they insinuated. That she was not sick. Now, people on our Facebook group have a couple of feelings on this. Some of them were like, she did hop up and do yoga pretty quickly. So maybe she was faking it. I was like, well, I don't know if she was faking it, but at the very minimum, she got no sleep because she was up all night sick, you know? Right. And I don't think cement would have covered for her or lied. If she wasn't really sick, I don't think she, I don't think they came up with a plan to say like, tell your parents I had diarrhea and vomiting all night. Like, I don't think, Agreed. They, I don't think he would go along with it. Cause he's so terrified of his mom. Agreed.
1: I don't think he would either. I don't think he would be able to do it.
0: No, not, not with the cameras, everything right there. So mom yeah. says, um, you know, I came here with the task and I will not leave until I finish it. And she and the dad smile at each other as if to say, we plan to torture her until she flees the continent and we won't Correct. leave here until she's on a plane. Dad, or in
1: the ground, hence Dateline. Hence your theory, yeah. I'm I'm concerned. I feel like there should be wellness checks. I'm concerned. But
0: if they didn't do it before, and they've been together 10 years, and then when they came to the apartment to drag him out, you think that after that, that I think that the mercy murder killing, family killing, honor ritual killing is going to be killing of Sumit, not Jenny. I think they're going to kill him to, because that's what I think.
1: You think so? I don't know. I feel like they would not kill an offspring. I feel like it's going to be just a sneaky thing and it's just one day and then Jenny gets real sick and never gets better. and mm. concerned. Okay. I'm, I'm worried. And then, but the mom would never speak of it. It would just be done. And the dad would always kind of know, but it would never be discussed. She'd just do it there's Mm. just something in the tea i really hope not but they they do not want them together so their full goal is to break them up whether it be she's gone gone or just gone from the country
0: yeah i think that they absolutely would kill their offspring absolutely yeah okay yeah um okay so uh the mom starts okay so sumit tells jenny okay we need to go outside now it's time for our morning yoga and she's like Sumi, this is just one more test for me to fail and for me to look silly. You know, she's just trying to embarrass me, Suey. So they go out <laughs> That's there. That's a pretty and- good impression. Thank you. So uh you have to do a little bit of ooh and a little yeah. bit of E, or so mom starts yoga and she's giving the instruction, like arms out to the side, you're gonna bend. And she used to teach yoga, and she's giving instruction, and the dad is translating, okay? So the mom says, you know, if Jenny was more healthy, she wouldn't age so fast and get sick so much. Okay, mom, you just said a few minutes ago, you yourself have had diarrhea four and five times. So, I mean, okay. I don't think it has to do with your yoga that you're not getting diarrhea from food poisoning. So Mm -hmm. Jenny is very impressed with how flexible they are. And the mom is saying she and I are about the same age. She is very old. She has aged very quickly. She is not flexible. I am better than her. I am better than her. And then she oh. took a beat and said, at yoga, at least. Um. So now we get the scene where wow. it starts off with just pouring mustard oil in the nose. Is that what? Because no. I just saw the mom lean back and Ginny yep. said, what are you doing? And the dad said, this is mustard oil. So I feel like it was like a, like it was a liquid.
1: Oh yeah. It's a dropper and he's holding her nose like a. Like a pig face. Yeah. Like when you make that face, he's doing that to her. He's shoving her nose up and then doing it in. No, thank you.
0: Okay. And so Jenny is saying like, oh my goodness, like what? Oh, oh there's that burn. Oh my goodness. And he is explaining that it's good for clearing out the sinuses and something about dust particles in your nose. Now, Mustard? this is, it's, I don't know. So this, so this is when I turned away. So I did a little back and forth turning away, but got okay. up and like walked into the kitchen to look for the cookies to yep, stress yep, eat. Yep. And there was some sort of rope that they put up the nose and then out through the mouth. Is yeah. that is that what happened? Or did yeah. it go through so the it's mouth going, and out? The, uh,
1: it's going up and they're like, oh, I, yeah. I don't want to do it. They're hawking it yeah. through and then they're
0: with a finger gagging themselves to pull it. Through. Through the back of the palate. Okay. So they're doing that. And I guess they're going to have to do both sides of the nose. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, I just know that they pulled it out. They said it was bloody and that meant that was good. And then they're no, rinsing it it's off. No, not good. I just, they said to Jenny, they were like smiling at her and laughing and saying, now it's your turn. And she goes, no, no. And they said, yes, it's your turn. You have to do it now. And she goes, no, I won't. No. No. And the mom says, then how will you become younger? How will you look younger? And she goes, facial cream, facial cream. (laughs) No, I'm not. Uh Uh-uh, not doing. Sumi, Sumi. I mean, she's never, She's obviously has never seen that before. This is not something Sumi wakes up and does every morning. She's never seen it before.
1: I don't think they do it all the time. I think they probably do the mustard oil and maybe one of those, is it called a Yeti pot? the pot netty that netty, yeah. netty that's yeah. the one a netty yeah not sure a yeti that abominable snowman I yeah not it's not <laughs> an
0: abominable snowman <laughs> up your nose it's a netty pot I, I am a fan of the netty pot myself because that feels good right because yeah. it comes out and it's, it's warm all... water and you pour it in one side of your nose and, and you then in your head and, and it comes out the side. other side of your nose yeah
1: right that makes sense to me and also one thing that jenny could have done though if she could have stomached it maybe just do the oil if you think you can get through it, yeah. just to like get the mom off your back and be like, but I'm not comfortable with the rope, you know? Make up something. Say you have a deviated septum. I don't know. Do something, say something. Jenny needs to. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, okay. It's unpleasant. It's not, it doesn't uh, seem pleasant. Maybe a lot of people do it
0: uh, with a rope. Okay. On that nauseating note, we'll take a quick break. <sighs> Okay, we are back and now we're going to talk about something a lot less nauseating, but on the same level of sadness, which is Kenny and Armando, our wow. sweet baby angels that we love so much. Yes. All right. So they're going to meet with their wedding planners because their wedding is about a month away and they're going to wine country. And Kenny explains that when they first met when the first time they met up, they went to wine country, you know, when they were apart and they first met in person because they met. If you remember, they met on a single gay dad's Facebook group. Love it. Facebook getting a lot of play on this episode. So they need to finalize the details. And Kenny is saying the one thing he wants Is to have the vows at sunset. This has always been neither one of them have ever been married. That's Mm -hmm. all he wants. It's all he's ever dreamed of is the sun to be going down while they're doing their vows. And then when we get to the uh, place, we see how beautiful that would be because it would be over a mountain. I mean, it would be gorgeous. So I hear you, I understand what Kenny feels. So the planners sit down and they're talking about the dance floor will be here. You guys will walk in here, look at the beautiful mountains, and the planners say because of the length of the party, they can't have the actual vow ceremony at sunset. So, Kenny goes, let me figure this out. Okay, so when I got the bill, you had the DJ for six hours. And they were like, uh-huh. And he goes, let well, see, in the States, like the most a wedding reception would be would be like three hours. And they're like, well, this is a Mexican wedding. Like, we like to party. And this is how it goes. But because of COVID, instead of going till 3 a.m., which would be the normal thing, we have to close down the venue at 12, which if you're doing math, which you know is hard for me, they have to do their vows at 5 p.m., but the sun actually will go down at 7. Now, to me, I was just like, it seems to me this is an easy fix. They can have party, 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 and at 7 o'clock, stop the party, do their vows, and then party, party, party afterwards. Right. So, um, he doesn't feel hurt at all about the timing. Like he's explained this is, his, he's explained it to us. He's explained it to Armando. Obviously yep. they've talked about it many times. Armando knows this is one thing. And then once the guys say like, it just absolutely won't work at that time, Armando just goes, okay, well, let's like move on to the next thing. I want my cake on a barrel. Like, you know, they have to move on to the next thing right away. Um, he, you know, they get in the car and he says, I just kind of felt ganged up on. Like, you didn't hear me. You just immediately did what the guy said. And yeah. and these two, these two, like everybody in the Plath family, except mom and dad Plath, they are able to talk out their feelings
2: mm-hmm. and come
0: to a resolution, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like they don't fight. It's like, I hear you. I receive what you're saying. I did not mean it that way. I'm so sorry. I should have listened. It's beautiful.
1: It's great. It's terrible for TLC, but it's mm-hmm. lovely to see for us. <laughs> I love that. It was good.
0: (sighs) So they're in the car. And after they work that out, um, Armando says, "Um, yeah, you know, I've been texting with my aunt and my aunt said that she recently talked to my dad. My dad explains that he is feeling okay about our relationship and he's accepted that, you know, I'm gay and this is my relationship, but he does not want to see it. Like he doesn't, want to see any affection or any handholding or and so the you know with the wedding and everything and Kenny says this wedding is for us this wedding is not for your dad or for anybody else this wedding is for us i mean i think armando was throwing it out there like can we have a wedding but not kiss each other or hold hands or dance or you know what i mean i, and think, Kenny, so too. And I think he was, was
1: more like can we just keep it like on the like lesser side not on the to on that, the g-rated yeah. side yeah right like,
0: don't kiss like regular people would do when they pronounce you, you know, At partners. Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Armando says, You yeah, this is to the camera, he says, This is why it makes it really hard for me to even talk to my dad because I thought my dad was further along and it comes to terms with everything. But after this conversation with my aunt, it's clear that he's not on board with that. And so Kenny says, I just gonna encourage you to call your dad and talk to him and say, um, it would sort of mean uh, everything to us. If you came and he says, I know you want me to call me dad, but I'm just not going to. Okay. So the next day, Kenny comes in with their box, which I guess is for envelopes for money. I know a lot of weddings do this. We, we don't do this in the South. People don't no. You just, if if someone's going to give you money, they just like do the whole like handshake, put it in your pocket, like, ha ha. You know, like that's what my my uncle did. Like gave up to, went up to my husband and gave him like a hundred bucks or, you know, And then, but that's great, except for that, for like, thank you notes, then if people are just sort of handing you money and then, you know, like, oh, did so-and-so give us a gift? Oh yeah. He handed me a hundred dollars at the wedding. I was like, okay, well you just told me that six months later. So I didn't thank them. How important are
1: thank you notes in the South? Very important. It varies by family. I'm wondering.
0: Is this a real question? Okay. Got it. Are you kidding me? Got it. Like my birthday was 10 days ago and I haven't written my thank you notes and I have a lot of stress about it. I
1: understand. Okay, so it's a huge guilt thing. Yep. Huge. I understand. Right.
0: Huge. Huge. Okay. You write those thank you notes.
1: Oh yeah, I was raised in a thank you yes. note family. Yes. So no, I not in the South, but I fully understand that. But I'm s i am I was wondering if like it could be a thing where the person handed the hundred dollars and wouldn't need a thank you note, but never mind. Oh well, no, then no, that no. yeah. Somebody in the wedding party better be on
0: it then. Yeah. And better be just watching like a hawk. <laughs> so the box <laughs> is a good idea because at least people would have their name on it, you know, because they want to get credit for it. Yeah. Um so, all right. So Armando says, you know, I just talked to my mom and she was saying my cousin still needed a room and I was telling her the venue was booked. But my mom said the cousin can just stay in the room with her because dad is not coming. And he says, you know, I really thought my father was further along, but he's not. And at this point, I just feel numb. And Kenny goes, OK, now's the time. Like you need to just call him and say it. it would mean everything in the world to me if you would just come and you need to tell him specifically how you feel and want him to come and he goes it's there's no point and, he, and can he really encourage us he said because if he says no then you've heard it from his mouth and it's over but you can't do this i heard from my mom i heard from my aunt like you just need to call him directly and he's yeah. right and i can understand armando too being like i don't want to call this guy and do this i don't want to be rejected right to my face but he also doesn't want to spend the whole wedding day looking over to see did dad come did dad come you know Yeah, it's better just to know. So he calls his dad, and they do a little, you know, informal "What's going on there?" chit chat. And he says, "Dad, you know, I'm getting married, and I want to be sure, you know, that you're coming." And dad says, "No, I'm gonna, basically, I'm gonna stay here to protect the house because if I don't protect the house, like people will come in and steal our things." And he's like, "Yeah, Dad, that's not really true or a good excuse, or you could get someone to come to the house and." He Mm -hmm. says, no, he just, uh, he, he won't say to Armando it's because you're gay. I don't approve. I don't want to see you kissing or he doesn't say any of that. He just, it's like, no, no, this is my reasoning. I'm not coming. And Armando says, okay, dad, well, I want you to know that there will be a chair there for you and there'll be food there for you, which was really, 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 really sad. (laughs) Really really sad. Really sad.
1: It was really the right thing to say, though. I sort of, I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, oh, that's just, I hope it causes the dad to think a little bit. Do you think at the last minute the
0: dad will show up? Do you? What do you think? I kind of think he will.
1: I really hope he does. The-
0: I hope he does because I've
1: been surprised by the dad a few times now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm. I'm really, really hopeful, but I'm hoping that if he doesn't, this turns into one of these things that, that can that Armando is just like, you know what? I don't mind. I have my husband mm-hmm. and that's on my dad. I don't know, but I I hope he has some kind of peace about it if he doesn't show up. I'm hoping the dad will just show up for the reception. Even yeah. if he can't be there for the ceremony. Show up for the show up for the reception and, and you know Celebrate. give your son a hug.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, he said you could come for the ceremony and not the party, and I thought, well, that's opposite. I would want no, to come for the, the party. party and yeah, not the come, ceremony. Yeah, which he might. So yeah.
1: I think that's. I don't know how much how much weight do you think Armando has on it? Like how much how much will he be hurt?
0: I think or as you- long as he really knows beforehand he's not coming, he can deal with it. But if he's, okay. I, I think finding out for sure is better than looking over his shoulder the whole time. Agreed. But totally I do agreed. think the dad's going to end up coming because I think that he's surprised this time and time again. So I think that yes, that we have, it, it hasn't been spoiled. Like there's been nothing on the internet to show us. So that's good. It's actually, okay, good. it's actually a surprise. If anybody knows, do not tell me. Okay. Agreed. Now we go to another uh, couple that no more excuses or stop your excuses would apply to. And that's Evelyn and Corey, Corey. Okay, so, oh They meet at a little theme park and I will tell you that everything that's gone on with these two on social media as of late really made me hope and believe that they are done and we'll never have to see them again. What'd you see? Oh my gosh, girl, they have been throwing these jabs, mostly her saying like, he brought this whore to film and didn't tell me. And yes, you can see now how he really is. And you can see that we were married and he went and moved in with this other girl in another country. And Everybody thinks I'm the bad person, but now people are really going to see through him. Like, boom, 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 post, post, post. And he would write back, I'm sorry, she feels that way. I did tell her, you know. So they're totally, if what you are to believe in real time on social media, not only are they not together, but she has thrown down her Evelyn gauntlet to be like, fuck this guy, he's not allowed in Ecuador actively
1: angry okay Mm. great okay interesting
0: so that's why this is it's surprising to me that she's softening towards him after he's done this it seems like knowing her the way we do that she would go the opposite route but she has softened to him which is weird
1: is this the first time that Corey has stepped out on her i don't remember
0: well when they were first together it was a lot of her getting back together with ex-boyfriends and everybody on the beach when he would walk down the beach they would be like hey michael Hey Kevin. Hey, Jason. They would call him different names as he would walk down the beach, all the guys that she had been with when he was out of town. I, and then I, she and she's just like, we weren't together. I can do what I want. Okay, true.
1: But then when they're not together and
0: Corey does this. So um Right. And she kicked Evelyn- him out of their beachfront home, you know, to to go to Peru. So she kicked yeah. him out. He decided, you know, but they were married, but nobody knew it. He thought they were separated. It's he thought Ross they were and Rachel. Rachel? It's yeah. Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. We were on a break. Yes. I mean. Yeah.
1: It's the full thing. But yeah. I think I was surprised too. Kimberly and I have discussed how much she's sort of softened. And I'm of the opinion that. Evelyn doesn't know what to do with the emotion of not being. What do you mean? You like liked someone besides me. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand that. And so that's kind of making her kind of more it's like that weird thing where then all of a sudden she's more interested in him because she seems to all of a sudden be more in love with him now and be more hurt by this than you it never seemed like she even liked him yes period i know so now that he's like done this and she's been like slighted it's like oh what wait what and so she's kind of like it's that tug of war right where all of a sudden she's reaching like that i don't I think it's a psychological thing.
0: It's like he's more attractive to her because somebody else
1: wanted him. Someone else wanted him. Yeah. And probably she saw this girl's picture and it's like, oh, saw that she was also attractive. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I could lose him. Mm -hmm. And so then it's become a whole different ballgame. Because I feel like Evelyn would have, this would have happened and she would have kicked him out no questions asked, just like you. Like just done. Yeah. From the jump. That's the end. Yeah. And she's- I just can't believe that she's only doing this for the cameras.
0: I know. Oh, I know. Because she's very, uh, very strong and very proud. Yeah. And I don't know. I... All right. So they yep. meet at this little theme park. And she says they... he says they haven't spoken in a few days. He's really giving her her space. The last time they spoke was at the beachside therapy. And she says to him, like, I want to tell you that I thought the therapy went really well. And I'm glad that you finally out loud admitted what you did because there was no point of this whole me kicking you out of the house and you had to live with Raul. There was no point of it, but you were just lying about something that I already knew. But now that you've said the truth, I felt the therapy went really well. And He's like, Oh, I glad to hear you say that. Cause I didn't think the therapy went well at all. I go, like, that's crazy. So she says, um, You know, I want to trust you again, but you're going to have to show me 100 times more than before that you need to appreciate what you had and what you lost. And she says, you know, you can move back to the house and live in that murder room next door. Remember that murder room? That's like, it's like all the shit in the house they threw in there. Is that where? That's like that moldy wedding dress that was really like his sister's prom dress was in there. And it's like a mattress with no sheet. She's like, you can move into that murder room then we can have movie nights but then you have to go back to the murder room and don't come out and look at me so she needs rent yeah <laughs> she needs him to pay for it yes. yeah so he That's says um oh okay well i appreciate the opportunity to prove myself and what i'll even let you pick the movie what 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 movie can i have a hug i can't I... so she's like Fine, you fucker. So they get up, and you could tell by the way she's like, all right. And she's giving him the eye, She's like, I do yeah. love you. I do love you. She she volunteers. I love you, Corey Charles. And he says, I'm so sorry. Like I, I just wrote in all caps, what's happening? What? What? I don't get it.
1: Okay. Something is going on in her brain. Yeah. Something has something has flipped here.
0: Yeah. All right. So now we go to, I don't know if it's the most upsetting to you or it's upsetting to me, but it's Ariella and Binyam. Oh yeah. So she's been there for two months. Now, would you agree that if her dad is a cardiologist at the hospital and her mom is a trauma nurse at the hospital, the two parents working at the hospital probably could get a hernia surgery scheduled faster than two months. Yep. Yep
1: i uh, i think also she her first mistake was to not say three months from the jump she said she should have told uh benning
0: three months not one month but she also didn't know how long she was going to be there she was like i'll be there one month but she just assumed she could get there get over her jet lag get the baby scheduled get him healed and then be back within one month no she
1: should have absolutely played it out been like it's going to be probably around this long i'm hoping to make it sooner but instead she played it tight so that he wouldn't freak out but that was the wrong move on this Mm -hmm. because i think when that one month point hit is when everything started to fall apart that's what i think i think he felt like she lied to him of course she didn't keep her end of the bargain and And he has trauma
0: from what happened to him before
1: super trauma
0: yeah so uh they're taking avi uh Ari and her mom are taking Avi to get his little surgery and she doesn't freak out like she did with the circumcision. And she says, of course, that's because she felt comfortable in the United States Mm -hmm. and it's five hours later and they're headed home. It goes fine. No problem. So now mom and her sister, Kristen, are talking with Ari about all the great medical care. They could just get anywhere in the United States, right down the street. And Ari says, yeah, for any medical stuff, we're going to come to the U.S." i S I'm like, So just for your yearly pap smear, you're going to come to the U.S. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you chose to live in another country, like, really, really far away. Yeah. So, no. She's got to mean big stuff, right? She can't mean, like, wellness checkups. She's going to fly across the country, you know? So uh, mom says, you know, look, here's the thing. From what I can understand, it seems like Benny is creating a very different life than the life you want in Ethiopia. And it seems to me his priority is going out with his friends, going to the bar every night and staying out till the wee hours of the morning. And Kristen goes, yeah, I can hear your heater conversations through the wall. And, uh, they both say like, it seems like your lives are going in different directions. Now they're saying they're repeating things that Ari has said to them. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, they don't get this information from nowhere. Right. So Ari says, you know, Benny has got a lot of great friends that I like, but some of them really don't respect their wives and they just go out and party every night, all night. And what I found out was while I've been gone that he has set up a mini music studio in our house and they're up all night drinking beer and my house has become a party house. And so she's telling mom and Kristen, here's what I think, you know, we met when we were in Kenya, so I think that we should move to Kenya with the, the mom says with the long term goal of coming to the U.S., she says we can move to Kenya to work on our relationship in Kenya and work on this life that I want to build because all of his influences in Ethiopia are bad. Now hmm. she then tells us so right here I'm kind of like mm, I don't like this. Yeah, I, I don't like her saying this. I what what exactly is bad? I mean you're gone. They're in a pandemic. He can't work, but somehow he's out to go, able to go to the club every night. So why can't he work? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really get There's it. There's a lot of holes in this. Mm-hmm. I
1: have a lot of questions. I think we don't, and I feel like I haven't seen that. I don't know why I didn't have that opinion of him. Me either. Until she's saying all of this stuff. So either we're not being shown it, but it also, uh, the music studio in the house thing and friends coming over and staying there and doing that. To me I was like would I be mad about that if I was across the country with the baby I don't know I don't know the level that it is I would be angry about women mm-hmm. about the like tech the stuff that we're going to yeah. find out but like I'm trying to think if like that would make me upset but I guess if I didn't trust his friends I don't right. know what do you I what do you think
0: It's rough because at this point when she's saying all this with her mm-hmm. mom and her sister I'm like okay, well, you can't control it. You're not there. What else is he going to do? Of course, he's going to go out with his friends and live like single guy. He doesn't have any kids there.
1: Yeah, He's
0: making money from this show, I guess. So now she tells us that all his photos are synced to her iCloud and the house has just turned into a big party house. Now we've seen Mm -hmm. their house. It's a three bedroom house. It's with a gate, like compared to the other shitholes we've seen that they were in. This is a really nice place in Ethiopia. And he for all his friends is like hit the jackpot. So they're of course like that bitch is gone. Let's party, you know? And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. Come on. Cause we've seen that the friends don't like her.
2: Right.
0: So she calls him and he asks, Hey, I was good to see. You. How are you? And she says, and she's saying this for the camera. She says, you know, you don't care. You haven't called me. You haven't called to ask about me or Avi and you've turned your phone off. You took our family home and turned it into a party house. You have Frazier living there and girls in and out. And I don't know who's sleeping in my bed or Avi's bed. What you're doing is shameful. Now she's saying that out loud to the camera to say, he hasn't called me. He hasn't checked on me. He hasn't checked on the baby. He turns his phone off. He's only doing this because we're filming.
1: I like that. I appreciate that because I wouldn't... You, me too. It seems like he's they talk all the time because he says, hey, baby, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in his sweet tone of voice. I, yeah. I gl- I'm i glad that she did that, actually. But I am then too. it's like, oh, OK. So we're not seeing what's real. We're seeing a camera version of him.
0: Yeah. So I, I think she's trying to say it all to be like, don't try to act sweet on camera because yeah. you're not going to make me look bad. So she tells the camera, she's like, you know, he put his child's bed away. He folded it up and put it in a closet. And she says to him like, oh, I know you have the girls there. And he goes, well, that's your problem because your mind doesn't trust me. And so that's your problem. No, man. She says, you don't answer me for 14 hours at a time because I'm like, all right, this whole, like, it's like Michael and Angela. It's like, Michael, you better keep that phone on. You know, it's not like 24 seven. Like if he goes to the bathroom, like he's in trouble, you know? So of course that's the extreme. So this is what I was thinking. Like, is Ari like this? It's like, you better be on my back and call. If I call you in the middle of the night, you better answer. But she says he's turning his phone off for 14 hours at a time. So that's not cool.
1: No, that's not cool. No. You should be talking every day if you can. If yeah. The, if the finances are there, there's no reason not to, especially when your child is in a different country getting a medical procedure. I yes. don't know.
0: That when she says you haven't checked on me or the baby, that's why I was like, ooh. Ooh, no. no. So she tells him, here's what's happening. I'm not coming back to Ethiopia because of everything you've done. And he goes, what? You told me you were. And for my culture, this is disrespectful. It's disrespectful. And she says, you can't use your culture as an excuse. Is it normal in your culture to sleep with other women when you're engaged? And he goes, oh, what? What? You hear this? Why? Who did you hear this from? And she goes, I have heard from your friends and your sister, Wish. Now, let's recall that Wish hates her. Yeah. Wish is not a good source, but- But Wish does not, they absolutely don't want that baby to be taken away because of before. They all, the family all has trauma about the other baby being taken away. Yeah, they really do. So I think for Wish to tell her the truth is that's why it's true because Wish is not going to throw him under the bus because she wants the baby to come back.
1: I'm also worried that Wish is telling the tip of the iceberg.
0: Right. Well, Well, how much can she know? She's not over there partying. So um, she says, your friends have told me and Wish has told me. He goes, oh, oh, so you're just going to believe my sister? And she goes, yeah. She goes, I know what you've been doing in the house. And you've been out and around with other girls. And other girls have been in the house. And she says, everybody knows about you. Which was, that's another thing that I'm like, we're not getting the whole story here. We're not. Because we've gotten the good Binyam edit. And she's looked like a shrew. Yes. But now I think she's trying to say like, oh, we're on camera. I'm going to say it all you know, and I have a perfect button for that. So hold on. Okay. You ready?
2: Yeah. We don't say that, but now we said it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So good. Camille grammar. Okay. So she says, Camille. everyone knows about you. And now we We're said it. And now we said it. So she says, you know, just for the sake of us and our family, you should get tested. And he laughs. He goes, what, what, And she says, I've seen your messenger on your phone and all these texts from these girls. And then she tells us that all the texts on his phone say things like, remember the other night when I was in your house and we were in the club. And so she hasn't seen texts that are like, Hey, are you having a party tonight? I'm going to come over with my friends. It's been directly like, remember me from the club. Remember me from being at your house. Right.
1: How does this person have your phone number, Benny? Like, right? I mean, okay. Yeah.
0: And, uh, People will say, like, this is not cool. Like, she shouldn't be downloading his iCloud stuff. If they share an iCloud... and share he's, an iCloud. If he's doing this, then he's stupid. Get a burner phone if you don't want her to know. I mean, you know? Does he not know that she can see? He must not know, right? I Something. bet you, I, I If I had to imagine, this is not the first time they've had this conversation where she's like, I can see everything you're doing, but he doesn't know how to stop it. So he yeah. just... He, you know, or he so, turns
1: his phone off for fourteen hours. Or he turns he his thinks, phone well, off. If my phone is off. Then none of the messages that come during that time will—they yeah. still appear, dude. It happens when you turn it back on. That's fine. That's a really good point.
0: Okay, yeah. so um, she says, "Here's what I want to do. I think that we should move as a family to Kenya, and that's what we should do because that's that would be a good neutral ground for us. And these are your two options. We are going to move to Kenya together." Or we can work out a custody agreement because I'm not going to take your child away from you. I always said I would never do that, but this is, these are your two choices. And he says, uh, uh, I don't know. And she said, a part of me still loves you. And I really want it to work out for our family. You are being reckless. You are surrounded by evil, but I will never keep you away from your child. So I don't know if there's like drugs going on or, or if it's like straight up now a house of prostitution, like she's not, when she says, you're reckless is surrounded by evil. It sounds like more than a couple of house parties.
1: One hundred percent. I thought the exact same thing. I also my go to is always no, it's drugs because I always say that in Dateline if someone's being weird. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in this case, when she said evil, it was so specific. I'm like, is there, is there something? You're right. Is there like a crime aspect to this? Is there something like is one of his friends shady to a different level? Is right. what I was wondering
0: you know because yeah. they so keep talking about is... the bad influences you know like he's right. in with a gang or something i mean you know kind of no actually yes mm-hmm. it
1: seems a little bit like there is something that is like a next level of sinister so i was shocked that she the kenya the yeah. kenya move because when we saw this in the previews it is i'm not coming back not this right. other
0: plan i don't well, as mm-hmm. we learned from, love, <clears throat> as we learned from Love After Lockup, they they okay. show you things that that never even happened. Like yesterday's episode, they they showed us that John and Christiana were getting married and said, "Does anyone object?" And we hear "sister" from the back, but that never happened on the show. Really, the priest never even said, "Does anyone object?" They just like spliced that together from some old shit. Yeah, that's not right. So not fair. So. That's not right. So, um, she, uh, he says, you know, you're bossy. Like, you're just telling me and like, you're being bossy and I don't like when you're being bossy. And she goes, shut the fuck up and listen to me. (laughs) So I was like, and 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 these are the reason I'm so like, there has to be like, it has to be like gangs, drugs. He's doing something illegal because she says, you have spent two months destroying your family. And this is the last chance to redeem yourself. So that's why I'm like, this is not just he had two house parties or turned the baby's room into a music studio. This is obviously turned into like a flop house or something, you know, like something. Correct. I agree. And she feels, she keeps saying like the family home is sacred. And, you know, a lot of that I get and a lot of that I'm like, all right, well, you're not there as long as he cleans it up before you get home. This has got to be something else. It's got to be something else. Yep. 100%. So so, um, she says, this is the last chance to redeem yourself. And then she hangs up on him. And she's like, boop, I don't care because she's like, I'm just doing this for filming. And otherwise I'll just send him texts that he'll never answer. Um, And that's the end. uh, But we do get some next time on Kenny gets a visit from his daughter and his grandson, Cooper, which is really cute. First, I thought he went there. I did too. But then he says- well, Why when...
1: did it seem like that? That was weird. But they're here for the wedding. They
0: must be there for the wedding. Because then yes, he says, when they leave, I think I'll be you know, more sad. Um, Steven tells Alina, he worries that when they actually get married, she won't want to get baptized. And she's like, why don't you trust me? He, he just wants to make sure she's Mormon. Like, it's most important to him. Right? <laughs> You're I giving me so. a look. <laughs> I don't understand. I sort of just
1: don't understand- what's happening with him because of the, the contradictory things Mm -hmm. in his brain. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but he's so insistent on it with her to a very uncomfortable degree. in in my opinion, like it's also there, there are, um, there are a lot of Mormon women Mm -hmm. that he could marry. Well,
0: but he's just so insistent on her. Well, they won't marry him because of his, past sins, I'm sure, but he, um, I had a bunkie write me to explain to me about the Mormon underwear oh, and yeah. said that you only get those underwear. If, um, you have, this isn't going to be exactly correct everybody, but mm-hmm. I'm just going from what I remember reading. You can only get the Mormon underwear and it's an honor to get it. If you've been on a mission and mm-hmm. come back, then you mm-hmm. can have the underwear, which he has been on a mission. Or if you have been sealed which is married, sealed in the temple, then you're right. allowed to get the underwear. So Stephen, having been on a mission, would have the underwear, uh, but he doesn't respect it. And it's a huge deal if you disrespect it and have sex and do all the things you're not supposed to do and break your rules while wearing your garments. Oh, yeah. So he wear. we've seen him with his garments. We've seen his garments peek out from his clothes. So that means he has them because he did go on a mission. So he shouldn't be wearing them and talking about all the, all the sex he's been having all over Utah.
1: Well, I mean, and he's also not allowed to get married in the
0: temple, right? She'll have to be baptized before, right? Well, I think he's
1: not allowed because of mm. what he's done. I think because he's not chased, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong on that, but I was pretty sure, I grew up right next to a Mormon temple growing up. Yeah. But um, I thought that was the case, but I could be wrong, but I, But it seems like he is definitely trying to kind of start over, which is why he's being. He wants to find
0: a virgin. He can start over and be and forget all that other stuff he did. But
1: there also must be what I'm saying is there also must be some women who also practice the Mormon faith who Mm -hmm. have also made the same mistake. Mm -hmm. And they can start over together, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't. Does she seem that into it? I, I can't tell
0: uh to being mormon no she does not she just seems like well okay fine i'll just it's like i'm gonna change from methodist to baptist because that's what my husband is like it's not a big d- difference like i think she doesn't quite yeah. maybe get what a big difference it is
1: yeah especially for- if she was raised i'm assuming russian orthodox which I think- is what her mom said she was yeah. i was like oh that's a big difference yeah i think that's she
0: a- i think she just thinks it's another version of christianity i don't think she quite gets it okay um Okay. You know what else that person, the monkey told me that, so Lisa from, I know you just started watching Salt Lake City, but Lisa on Salt Lake City, Mm -hmm. um, Lisa, her tagline is, you don't have to like me. I like myself enough for myself. Um, She's so, (laughs) I cannot wait for you to get to season two because she is, can I touch? I love it. I love it. Can I touch? I love it. Don't love it. I need a Diet Coke. So she Vita tequila. Is she the
1: one that gets arrested?
0: Am I not? No, listening? that's Jen Shaw. Okay, can't wait. She's amazing because I know about that. She's fantastic.
1: Like, so that's why I started to watch it because I heard about all that and I was like, I better watch this and figure out what's happening here so I can. In, my in
0: season one, it's harder to differentiate between Lisa and Meredith because they look alike. Yep. Um, but Lisa is the one who was raised Jewish, but then she and her husband switched and became Mormon together, and they were sealed in the temple. But she has a tequila company. And season and she's two,
1: diet Coke. She's constant. She's diet Coke,
0: Coke diet Coke yeah. I love fast okay. diet Coke. But in this season, she's now drinking the Vita tequila. and oh. the the bunkie wrote me that if she and her husband were sealed in the temple, she definitely should be wearing her garments. And she's definitely not wearing her garments. no, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, and also then my theory is or my thing was wrong because she was very clearly not a virgin to get married in the temple,
0: yeah, I guess so. or maybe she was. Maybe she said she was. Who could tell? Interesting. Uh, are they going to uh-huh. do a physical exam? So, um, no. All right. So Stephen wow. tells Elena he worries she won't get baptized, and then Corey reproposes to Evelyn. Will you marry me again? Barf. Barf. And she says, "I have to guard my heart." Uh, Mom, Sumit, and Ginny have a talk. Um submit's so not invited to the talk, and Jenny says, "I just don't want it to get dramatic and emotional." And then we just see her hoo, 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 crying. Yeah, um, I think this is when they let her know that that diarrhea wasn't on accident, and if she thought that was bad, give it two more days. Um, S- something's coming. <laughs> something's something wicked your way comes. Strict nine in the well. Yes. Okay, so hold on. Mm-hmm. Do you are you rooting for them to be together? I'm no
1: curiosity. I used okay. to. I used to be. Yeah. I used to be.
0: At first, I really was like, okay, who cares? Whatever. She's like an oldie, as they call her. Mm-hmm. She's an oldie. She's a grandma. Who cares? Who Let, let yeah. Sumit live and have his love, you know?
1: I think Samit's changed a lot, honestly, this season especially. I think that um, he, the novelty of what he's done and the sort of rush and excitement has worn off, and now he realizes that he does actually want a traditional um, Indian wife is pretty much what I feel like he keeps trying to tell Jenny, mm-hmm. and Jenny's not computing. Like, no, Jenny. He's telling you all of a sudden. No, I do want to live with my parents and do this and this and this. He's kind of that excitement with you has dissipated. Yeah, uh, I feel like. So I don't guess know.
0: what? He had an, an Indian wife, and they did sure live, did. and they did live with his parents, but he blew it for Jenny. Jenny must have like um, a, a magical vajayjay. I, I don't know what's happening. That's that's okay or is he just young and
1: immature and likes the excitement likes the sneaking around like some part of him yeah likes the lying
0: yeah Uh, He, he probably you know he did when he was still married he didn't tell her and they had that apartment outside the city and oh my god all right
1: i don't know okay sorry
0: all right so um ari and her mom are going to see benny and she says she's scared of him because he seems completely different and is not the person she married so again, we don't know what that means, but we'll find out. And her mom is with her. And then, I, then this is what I, this is the end of everyone. Something else happens, but my DVR cut off. So I don't know what I don't know what that other thing was. <laughs> Something oh. else. I don't know what it was. I'm sorry.
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything important.
0: It's always my DVR always cuts off, and then I get excited because I think, oh, I can watch Pillow Talk and get it. But what they've been doing is putting that Mama's Boy. Mm-hmm. Right after 90 Day, so it doesn't roll into it like I want. Because we did cover I Love a Mama's Boy on Hey Bunky a while back, but we didn't cover it this season because we had Plathville and Chantel and those were more important.
1: Yeah, they are. I'm trying to think, wait a minute, who are our other couples? Who did we not see?
0: Oh, don't mm-hmm. ask me that. We saw every couple this week, but we didn't see every couple in the previews. Let's see. Steven and Elena, Ginny and Samit, Corey and Evelyn. It must end
1: with Ellie and Victor.
0: Yes 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 but i don't remember anything important
1: it was more of gonna kick myself it was more more of of the same kind of i also feel like victor is unfortunate in this because i feel like we don't know him at all i I don't know him at all i have no feelings about their relationship because tlc maybe is doing a bad job of editing him in any kind of a way that i mean i just don't i'm indifferent to him yeah because i don't i don't know what he's about
0: I don't. I, don't know. I, I think that's right because I think everything got screwed up by this hurricane. Now, yeah. this is a spoiler. So go ahead and fast forward a few seconds if you don't want to hear it. But bu- some people did post on Reddit that they had seen the two of them together working at her pizza place in Seattle. Yeah.
1: That's so- a question I had for you. Why can't Benny come to the United States?
0: Okay. Another spoiler alert. Just fast forward. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do think he is in the United States now doing MMA fighting because there was a post that Angela did. She was at some MMA fight in Vegas, and Benny was the fighter. So they had some 90-day people were there, and Benny was one of the MMA fighters, and Ari and her mom were there.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Because I think that would solve this problem, by the way. I'm not sure why Ari is so – like, is insisting on go- – I think that she might be trying to let him stay near his family. Uh-huh. But I think maybe you just need to have him come to the United States now. I think so, too. And then stuff has gone bad there. And then guess
0: what? He could probably maybe get some sort of custody arrangement and see his other child.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I think that the reason at the time they're there now – is the uh-huh. borders are closed and he can't leave, right? Or he would have come back with her. Uh, money is no object. Money is no object. With it's these not right. No, because Ariel's parents just fund her life. That's kind of what I yeah. Because she she doesn't have any job, and they have a three bedroom house with the living housekeeper, and now she's gonna say, well, let's just move to Kenya and do it again. You know, her parents okay. are just paying for everything. That's you know, exactly which what's listen, happening. no, no, no shame in that game. That that would be nice, <laughs> but she just doesn't have financial considerations to be like, wow, let's think about logistically how hard and financially hard that would be for us to just pick up and move to another country that neither one of us are from, you know? Yeah. And can you just move to Kenya? If one's from the United States and one's from Ethiopia, like, can you just move to Kenya? I mean, I guess she's figured it out. So
1: I guess. So I'm assuming that they're just going to try to do Kenya until the borders open and then maybe. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. It'll be great to see how it how it winds down and then what happens at the reunion because I feel like some of these questions will be answered at the reunion like what exactly was going on in that house that you've made it sound like it has turned into a full crack house like what what was happening
1: you know I hope that she I hope she comes clean a little bit I hope she does Say Say, because also she has to know that in that situation, I would say the majority of people did not like her and were on his side. Mm -hmm. But that has definitely flipped now. So Mm -hmm. the more that she, you know, she doesn't have to say everything, but I'm I'm curious. It would be helpful because then we'd get a bigger picture because it's hard to see kind of what's going on. Yeah. Do you have any outside information about Stephen and Alina?
0: Um, I saw Stephen. And Alina on Bears All Bears All.
1: Me too. And somebody
0: and they said we can't say what happened with YouTube. She was on screen and he was there in person, and he looked unhappy. To me, she looked great. Yeah, she looked great. Well, I mean, she is just a young, young baby angel. But uh, someone said after that, somebody said that, oh, you know, they're you know they totally got married and they're together. And I was like, well, he's in the states because he was on that show live. Yeah. Um. So. Maybe they do get married and maybe, but he doesn't, either he doesn't live in Russia or he was back in Utah for an extended period of time and doing his thing, soaking his women, you know, doing all okay. that. So you heard about the soaking, right? The soaking? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. I don't want to have to be the one to tell you about this. Is this about the the bed thing? Is this the. About you put the penis in, just let it soak and don't move yes oh yeah and then the jumping the the friend comes and jumps on the bed the the friend comes and gets under the bed or jumps on the bed so there is movement but you don't move
1: but you're not actually physically doing the Uh movement you're just oh Uh yes
0: i did hear about this so i think that when he said he's had like 25 sexual encounters and that like like of the 25 10 were one level and like four were the other i think four he had sex with four full people where he actually didn't just soak but i think the other incidents were soaking so he doesn't count really? he just he just counts them as sexual incidents but it wasn't a full-fledged doing it that's what i think that's because he described you know he said i've had i've kissed probably a hundred people of those hundred i I've which had
1: is by the way
0: a lot wildly of wildly high yes me,
1: i was like I'm, I, I didn't think I was a prude, but I was like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred is a lot for that
0: old. Just kissing. Is a hu- I mean, I haven't kissed a hundred people and. I haven't kissed a hundred people. No. Like what in the, what? I know. Yeah. He was getting it. He was getting around when he was on his mission. He was ding donging on your door and then going right in. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Can I come in? I offer all sorts of services and I'll tell you about the book of Mormon. Um, yeah. I don't know. He was selling that, he was selling those uh, door-to-door pest control contracts and was like, do you want to see my scorpion? I don't know.
1: I, I'm i am also kind of of the opinion, he's not saying this, but when he was talking about this, I was like, this sounds like you had a crisis of faith. This oh, sounds Obviously. Like you had a moment where you stopped anything, going to church, it doing ha- anything. It has to be. Like, yeah. I think you broke- with religion and did all this. I don't think you were trying to stay chaste while trying to stay in the church. I think you had a like, no rejecting it moment and then came back to it. And that's yeah. where we are now. He might want to say that though. <laughs> he said both
0: of his brothers, his two brothers that we met were no longer with the church. Oh yeah. That's right. So unlike his mom and his stepdad doing the um, Sunday service in the backyard, you know?
1: So I really need her to not be with him. I really i do i'm concerned i don't uh, there's something about him that's not i mean there's a lot
0: but it's somebody um it could have been bunky amy but it could have just been somebody on our facebook group it all jumbles together now but somebody uh likened him to josh powell of you know josh powell of the blowing up your kids in the house of the cold podcast you know somebody said he was sort of like that with his everything's about the religion and the woman and the, yeah. I was like, I have not made that
1: connection yet. I certainly, I hope not. But he does seem very out to lunch about certain things when he's scrolling through those, that phone and being like, what? I said, bring your swimsuit acting like all of that was so innocent. I'm like, what planet of delusion are you on buddy? And heart heart emojis
0: and are you going to spend the night? And that's a lot for a girl boy friendship. It's not.
1: This is my friend. It's these are all friendly. He's like trying to
0: justify
1: it, but yeah. not in a way that's like in a way that it feel it looked like he genuinely thought that. And that's what makes me nervous cuz I'm like mm, that's like, not real, buddy. I feel like you're
0: it's like I, what wrong. what Alina should say is this girl on the list of 100 or 10 or 5, which list is she on? The top 100 the 25, the 10, or the five? Because he broke it down pretty succinctly. So I would have said- i hoping
1: she grilled him about yeah.
0: that. Again, yeah. they probably stood in that den and had a conversation for two hours and we got four minutes, you know? Yeah, I would
1: have grilled him. Yeah. I don't think I could have controlled it. I think I would have had to know, okay, well, tell me absolutely everything right now. When did it start? When did it end? And especially because one of them happened while- Okay, I'm sorry, but that's just it. One of them happened while they were together. They should have been split up at that moment. That's the moment. Mm. When he said, I was doing the dirty with someone else trying to teach you about Mormonism. And, but it's when you thought we were exclusive. That should have been her goodbye.
0: Yeah. But also you have to think they're filming a show and she's like, well, maybe this will make me insta-famous if I... Maybe I'll get some flat tummy tea ads if I stick this out, you know. And then she can go on single life. And And she
1: is very young and cute. She just seems very too smart for him. So maybe you're right. And maybe that's what that giggling was about. That giggling Mm -hmm. was like, oh, we have to do this part. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, but yeah.
0: If we do soaking, who will come and jump on the bed? We don't know anybody else here. The captain. (laughs) Clearly the captain. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Jump. Yes. Yes. Walk. Fine. Good. Good very good excellent piano (laughs) (laughs) oh my god katie tell everyone where they can find you guys on and did are you covering this week friday's episode of dateline i always need to know
1: yes we are on wednesday we are covering the one that just happened but it's a two-parter it's Kristen smart at the beginning which we're saving we're going to cover that later Mm -hmm. and then it's the murdoch case which is bananas um but i don't know if you know about that one of course you know. i do see i didn't know about it which is i know shocking. it all it is that was a deep dive on the internet i think i definitely got a few viruses researching that because they don't want you to know anything so it's it's a fun case but we can be found we're uh, a date with dateline and we're also right now have our second podcast going a date with the bake which is uh we cover the great british bake off or
0: baking show depending on where you are People love Netflix. that show. I don't enjoy any kind of cooking show, but people love that show.
1: It's a it's one of the only, I would say probably the only um reality show where it's not competitive. They're very they're friendly, and so it is for a competition show, it's incredibly heartwarming. So okay. it is like a break from the other kind of competition reality shows, especially uh, like the cooking ones.
0: Yeah. I feel that way about Project One Way because I feel like they they yes. do, once they get their own stuff done, they will then go help somebody else if they yeah. have to. Yeah.
1: And bake-offs like that. And then they all have um, British accents or you know they're Scottish or Irish. It's delightful. It couldn't be more. It's absolutely delightful because it's just that sense of humor. So it's fun to watch, you know? So that's why we cover it and do a lot of bad accents. It's
0: great. <laughs> I bet they're good. I-, I think I would like to hear a Kimberly Sweet Voice doing a British accent ask
1: her next time she's not gonna want to do it she immediately apologizes every time she's like I'm sorry that's horrible
0: I'm sorry it's horrible both of us it's
1: basically us trying to do an accent and then apologizing for 10 minutes so if that's your thing check us out that is my thing because that's
0: all I do on this podcast is do (laughs) terrible good no 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 No, they're not they're awful I do terrible terrible accents because I get encouraged to do so and then I do it and then I'm embarrassed and I'm shameful and I say I'm sorry (laughs) I loved it I think your Jenny is spot on Uh, Well, I got I really got that Jenny from Erin because she kind of first started like the most people do Jenny as a chicken. Um, A lot of other podcasters, Kyle from Cray Cray and also uh, Jake and Matt from Reality Gaze, they do her as like
1: no what? she's much yep. more of the singing yep. song she's much more eeyore you're right it's a lot more like that
0: it's just a lot of god submit why can't you get your passport just so god submit it's a lot of that i do like when she gets real pissed and starts like swearing that also makes me happy
1: yeah that's good i think submit likes that too though oh god <laughs>
0: Summit gets real into that you know, honest to God, when people, we we have to wrap this up, but honest to God, when people started posting, like, the thing that happens after the yoga scene, like, don't watch it. It's so upsetting. It's so gross. And I didn't know what it was because I hadn't pre-watched it. I, I really, really thought we were going to get, like, a backside of Submit, like, going in on Jenny. Like, I thought it was going to be a naked Submit going to pound town on Jenny. I thought that's what we were going to say. I was like, well, that's it. It's ruined for me forever. But no, it was... It, well, I don't know which is worse.
1: I, I think don't, it's I a think, different kind of bad. I, it I, makes my I can when I think about it, my face hurts. Does that? I don't like stuff like that because I'm thinking about it and like my my nose up here is starting to kind of like feel weird. So i
0: I just get that I get that like oh, 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 that um, Vicky Gumbleson Housewives. <gasps> Oh, Mickey. oh, wait, that's Camille
1: with Taylor, isn't it? Sorry. I was trying this whole time to be like, what is that from? That's from the reunion when she's talking to Taylor. No, listen. We don't say that, but now we said it. Okay.
0: We're supposed- it's got to be Taylor. It- it's Taylor and her husband. But it wasn't at the reunion. They were all sitting around at the house and they called Taylor in to talk to her about her husband and the physical abuse. Was the psychic there? No. No. This was, um, I think Lisa Vanderpump was there, Camille, Taylor, I can't, maybe Kyle, but there's just like four of them sitting there and they're saying like, we know what's going on in your marriage. Like you need to just be out with it. And she, and she's just like, I'm not going to talk about this. And it's like crying. And then she said, but now we said it. So that's what I said. That's what we say that all the time. But now
1: we said it. Now we, now said, we it. said it. Oh, I remember that. Oh, the drama of the early Beverly Hills. It was a lot.
0: Let's see. I'll give it you is. a. I'll give you another one and see if you can identify. Okay, it. okay here you go. Okay. I said what I
1: said. Can you identify? <laughs> so that So it's one? it's Nini.
0: Uh, uh, Nini. Yeah. Uh huh. I said
1: what I said.
0: I can't remember. She, is is she that going, her, is she's it? going at what's her name? Um. It's like a charade and they're at a it's reunion. Charade. Yeah, they're at a reunion. Yeah. But I can't remember what. It, I mean, I think they're saying like, I can't believe you said that about my husband. She's like, I said, okay, here's another one. Let's see, let's see if you can identify this one. For me. That's my opinion!
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Tamara. <laughs> right after that, she says, that's my opinion. Jesus jogs! <laughs> Who's she yelling at? She's yelling at Alexis.
1: Where is Alexis? Whatever happened to Alexis? Mm. She hasn't been around in a while.
0: And this is one more that you'll have to... Well, we'll do this one, and then I'll do the yes, last one. And then I'm we're so going to finally excited. log off. Okay, here's okay. a good one. Here's here's our favorite. All right. And just an amazing take thing. Take a Zanax. My Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Take a Xanax. <laughs> is that Shannon? It's Ramona. Oh, it's Ramona. Ramona Where and are Sonia they? are sitting at the bar, wasted... And Aviva comes in with her husband to the girls' trip.
2: Oh, and they're yes. like,
0: why did you bring your husband? And she's like, well, he keeps me calm. And da, da, da. So when Ramona starts saying, like, calm down, take a Xanax, she says, you're both white trash, frankly. And then Sonia and Ramona had to Google white trash because they ne- both of them said they'd never heard that before. And they didn't know what it was.
1: Come on. Hilarious. They had I- both heard that. I watched the other repeat of Kelly of Scary Island the other day because I'd forgotten that trip. Do you remember? We did a whole
0: episode on it. I would highly... I, I would encourage you to listen because it's amazing.
1: Oh, I have to. Okay, absolutely. I'm done. I'm it's there. on our
0: regular feed. We did it before... We, we put it on a Patreon, but we released it to the regular feed right before the last season in New York just started, which was terrible, but we didn't know that. And this yeah. is my last one speaking of New okay. York. Okay. So be cool. Don't
1: be all, like, uncool.
0: All oh, the way cool. Come so on. be cool. Don't be all... that's the only one on these, these buttons that just repeats itself until I stop it, which is, which is nice. Just that's a great
1: one to have. That is amazing. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. And and so funny. So when I'll send this over to Ingrid and go, Hey, uh, the episodes up for you to mix and post whatever, every time she goes, Did you use the buttons? Did you use it? She gets so excited. I'm like, I did. I love the buttons. That's amazing. I wish we had buttons. Oh, my God. It's on Zencaster. We didn't have it on Squadcast. um, And and Squadcast did us dirty when we put up an episode and then they wouldn't let us put it up because we had like paid our bill, but we paid through the end of the day and then they took it away. Whatever. That was a whole thing. So now we're on Zencaster and Zencaster gives us buttons so that we can put on ourselves. So we love it
1: best the best thank you so much for having me i had the best time
0: Uh, amazing and tell kimberly i said hello i will and she'll be with you soon i'm sure i'm sure